With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rabble Reaction Podcast for our win this evening against Johnston. I'm joined by Scott Kerr, Graham and Scotty. Gentlemen, how are you? I'm fine, Alan. Anybody in 96-97 minutes like, prepare for the podcast? <laughs> Don't matter. Right, okay. oh, that's fine. Just thought I'd ask because it's nice. To, obviously, it's nice to uh, be considerate for these things, apparently. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Rangers 2-0 victory this evening against bottom of the league, St. Johnston. Um, guys, just a generic question. Is it pretty much what you expected tonight? Aye, St. Johnston are poor, to be fair. They're really poor. If they don't, if they don't up their game shortly, they, I can see them getting relegated because I think Ross County is a far better side. Yep. Graham, pretty much in agreement with that. I enjoyed it. It was a comfortable win. I thought, felt like it had two or three gears to go up, so I, all around it was a brilliant performance. Good, good. Scott, I was going to ask you a bit early on, so I'm not going to ask you. I'll come back to you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just want to say this again. <laughs> just want, by the way, Scott, you will be pleased to know, right? After, after, Have you got a tattoo? Nah, not yet, not yet. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's a long story, folks. It's a long story. Um, we'll maybe explain it in Dortmund. Um, I'll ask out regular viewers on the last couple of podcasts have been absolute chaos that I've been on because of my wee dog um, Scotty you'll be delighted to know I've shot him out the room tonight he's oh he's devastated not gonna, he's, he's not going to cause any issues he's in the cupboard bit of muzzle <laughs> he's out the room he's not going to cause any issues I promise uh, big welcome to everybody in the comments thanks for joining us again um, welcome back to the Rangers Rabble if you've not already done so make sure you like the, the podcast tonight and you hit the subscribe button um, on YouTube. If you really like content, head over to Patreon um, where you can subscribe to us for £2 a month and check us out all over social media. There you are, man. I've done it. Get off my back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, on to, the, on to the night, Scott. I will come to you now. Um, 
So starting lineup, we might as well start at the start of the game. Starting lineup was that pretty much the starting lineup that we could have expected to see the night. Was that our strongest living going into the night's game? I think we're going into the realms of last season and we're now finding a groove, a rhythm uh, for all the players that allows us to essentially play horses for courses. So I think Haji's in good enough form that you could leave him out of a certain game because it doesn't suit him, bring in Sakala because that suits him and vice versa. So we've seen the... Where, where essentially we started last season and it's just taken us until mid-December to to find it. So, absolutely delighted. Team, as I expected. I think we all expected kind of a, a guy like Haji to come in, particularly against, I hate using the term, but low block. Yeah. I don't like all yeah. these technical terms. Just a shite team sitting defensively, really. So... Yeah, that's what that's what we saw. We saw uh, a guy with guile, uh, invention, and coming in. And I thought, you know, Haji did really well with some of his touches, flicks, close control. I thought he's desperate and lucky not to get on the score sheet as well. Yes, he, he had he manufactured a couple of really good opportunities that he was denied with a couple of last ditch blocks. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought so as well. It was, it was something that um, I, I wrote in, in my notes. Particularly the first half, I thought Ryan Kent was really unlucky not to get um, on the score sheet. Of course, their goalkeeper made a couple of good saves, as we know he's capable of, but we won't go into that because Rossi's head's big enough. Uh, keep your comments coming in, your questions coming in. I don't know where it went there. I think it was Ryan from Canada. Ryan, yeah, it was. Welcome to the Rangers Rabble, mate. Thanks for coming, uh, tuning in to us all the way from Canada. Um, and if you like what you see, spread the word to Canada how, how good the Rangers Rabble are. Graham, um, just sticking with the starting lineup tonight. Um, just a question that sort of came to me, came to me during the match was, who would be your first team, first name on the team sheet? No, no. If you were Van Bronckhorst and you would, everybody goes, oh well, your captain's your first name on your team sheet. But you personally, who's your first? Who's the first name on your team sheet that the, recently? Right now, it's Joe Aribo. Everything goes through him, but essentially, he can go out wide right, wide left. Everything just goes through him. He links up well with like Kamara. He's like not where we are, field, so he's key for all the link up play and everything. So I mean, he's definitely for me number in that touch in eight as well, <laughs> bringing it out there. Oh, it's unbelievable. So uh, he's first name in the team sheet for me. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've got to agree. I, I think Aribo's been absolutely fantastic lately. We always, we've always seen how good Aribo can be, but there's a question mark over um, consistency for me last season and, and early doors this season. Um, but the last few games, certainly since uh, since Van Bronckhorst came in, he's just been. Absolutely fantastic. As I've had a lot of players, uh, Scott Kerr, Kerr um, would you agree with Graham? Is, is Aribo the first name on the team sheet? He's probably one of them at the moment. Uh, you can see his confidence is sky high. Everything he's doing is coming off, but he's putting me a smile on his face. And I think it's because he's probably got more space to play in at the moment. Under the point of Gerard, it was a bit more crowded in the middle of the park. But with, with Gio sets it up, he's got more space to play in. You can see what he's doing. He's getting forward more. He's linking up with players. He, he can go left and go right, but he's just so talented. He's very a hard boy to mark on the part. Doesn't matter who we're playing because, like I said, he can go either way. He can bring the ball out of the sky. Doesn't matter the height is coming from. He just traps it. He's the guy's a talent in himself, and you can see why so many clubs are watching him at the moment because he's got another couple of levels. I feel we can go in his game because he's that good. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I think he's he's destined for um, for the top. He's certainly um, certainly head and shoulders above anything in Scotland at the minute. I would say. Yeah. Um, we know that he's he's going to go to this is it the African Cup of Nations or something some something like that's on this year. Um, possibly a World Cup. I don't know what Nigeria or something like. Um, and qualifying, um, you know, he could attract interest from from some massive clubs. And uh, you know, good luck to him if he does. You know, he's he's a young man. He's he's got the world at his feet. Um, and if we make big bucks off him, happy days. Um, I made a few notes about the first half. We kind of touched on some of them, uh, Scotty, um, about Ryan Kent having a few chances, trying different things. Uh, the guys picked it up in commentary. Um, how how important is that that Ryan Kent isn't a one trick pony? He's he's one of our most influential creative players. So so how important is it that he is trying different things and maybe playing a little bit different to how he played under Gerard? You know, he's playing out. Um, He's playing out a bit further out in the wide. So how is important that to us? He just stopped. That was answer. really bad. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> was important that to us? Absolutely shocking. Now you've answered that one. Do you want to ask me the next question? <laughs> <laughs> that was shocking. Uh, just, right. just, yeah, just, right. just mute the three years. I only take I think you hit the nail on the head. What I think. Um, what we're seeing is instead of Kent playing in that number 10 position, I've got absolutely no doubt whatsoever he could play that role. And I think a lot of players can play that role. Doesn't mean that you're going to get the best out of them. And I don't think we, we did. And I think what we're now seeing is the evolved Ryan Kent over the past three years, but playing in the way that he did when we first got him in that first year that really exciting electric Ryan Kent. And don't get me wrong, he was brilliant last season, but he's got so much more to offer and he's and he, he's got bags of tricks. But I think what we see with Ryan Kent is he uses maybe one or two tricks to get by a player. And those one or two tricks aren't necessarily the same in terms of, oh, if he does this, he goes one way. He, could, he goes either way. And then when he's hugging the touchline and he's coming in, you don't know which way he's going, but he gets that three or four yards on... Where's he gone? We, <laughs> the, really the, horse, the horse is that appealed. <laughs> ah, he's, anyway, he's, he's had that three or four yards on the defender to run at them. And he, they, they don't know whether he's coming or going. And it's absolutely fantastic to watch. Um, really exciting. And I think we're, we're seeing the best of him. I love the interchange that what happens typically when we now play in front of teams in the low block. We see the ball go into the feet in the centre of the goal, comes back out, either goes left or right. We've got options, we've got the overload with Tab. We've got Kent, who seems to have loads of space to get one-on-one on the left-hand side, which was brilliant to see. I don't remember seeing that over the last year or so. So, dead excited. Really excited. Think, just to Scotty, do you think Kent last season... Maybe because Borna was going so far forward and always overlapping, Jenk can't use that as an easy way. Just go inside and give the ball to Borna, and that was his just he, yeah, he just I, used, to, used to doing that, so he didn't have to do much himself. I'm not saying he didn't I, do I, he didn't I, do much, but he was using that a lot. But I think I don't think that. I just think it stifled him. Yeah, it didn't give yeah. him the opportunity to have the variety in his play where he could hug the touchline or he could come in and he wondered. We saw him in the second half over on the right-hand side at times. And there was like the three or four of them, Haji Aribo, 
Kent and Tavernier down the right hand side. I was like, what the hell's going on here? But so there's a, a definite fluidity and almost freestyle nature to the way that we can attack. But also when we need the if you like the discipline to know how to break down teams, we've got that there. And you can see that Borna isn't bombing down the left-hand side so much because that was predictable as well. You just yeah. stick two men out. Kent's inside slightly. Borna's going to come past. And you've got a man tracking him and following the run and blocking the cross. And who's in the box? Well, no one. So it's it, the, the variety and the width is so refreshing and it does benefit the guys like Kent. And on the other side, you know, we've got a Rebo or Haji or whoever. But they 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 are playing that number ten role. It's almost like we're playing two two number tens, and you you're still getting the whip from Tam. Yeah. And they play on that the what is it the, like the apex of the box, whereas Kent is further wide. So yeah. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. For me, it was yeah, I think uh, you know Barisic and going down that side so often last season sort of did stifle Kent because only really gave him one option. Um, you know, in every lead, he really couldn't choose what he was going to do. His mind was made up for him. Um, so if he's getting more creative freedom on that left-hand side um, and, and he is changing things up this season, then, you know, as, as Scotty said, it's exciting. It's, it's, it's great to watch. It's it's not predictable. Just unpredictable. Um, I'm not going to be negative because I, I thought we'd, it, was a quite a, it was a professional performance tonight. We got the three points, two goals. Um, we managed the game at times. But there's just one thing that's irritated me, Graham, probably this season. We had a really useful set piece last season where we got a set piece. Tavernier would put the ball into the penalty spot. It would find Goldson's head and Goldson would on occasion score from it, such as Celtic Park last season was probably the most famous one. Is that getting a bit predictable and are we getting sick of seeing it? Because for me, we still try it and the teams can read us now. They know we're, they know that that's the ball that's coming in. Is it just getting a wee bit stale? Do we need to mix things up with our set pieces? I agree with you, mate, but for Van Bronckhurst came in, I have actually seen us take like a short call and whip it in that way, uh, which is a wee bit different. But again, we use that one that you're talking about uh, most often. Uh, we're not really getting much success uh, of this season anyway. So I, I always like to see uh, training ground practices uh, for set pieces and make it different. Uh, obviously, surprise the uh, team we're playing against because they'll not be expecting it. Hopefully we can see that in the future. Yeah, and and, and Kerry, it does work from time to time. Don't get me wrong. I just think it's we need to do we do need to mix it up. So there was there was an incident in the first half. I was thinking I can't remember what minute it was. I never wrote it down, and it was a free kick. But then the corner came in, and it died, did find Goldson. He headed it. I don't think he was deliberately trying to find Morelos. No, um, he headed it. It was going off target. But Morelos, the guy spoke about it in commentary. The intelligence of the guy to to, to sort of drop off his marker. Sneak yeah. his way to the back post, and he just—he was just waiting on it, wasn't he? He knew if that ball wasn't on target, he knew if that header wasn't on target, he was scoring. Um, is, is, is that is that Morelos's maturity starting to come through? I think that's what Morelos needs to do more to be an actual goal scorer instead of maybe being in the box looking for a bit of trouble or just try to hash for it. Because he uses intelligence and he just stepped away just in case the ball came out to him, and it did, and he was there to put it into the net, which we want Alfie to do. But I think out in the free kicks and set pieces. I think using the, the one we because we use Golson quite a lot. Golson has won a lot of headers in that in the opposition's box. It's just a pity a lot of them don't find the target because it's very good in there. You can see that for yourself. I think they will mix it up, but I think that's such a useful thing we have because Connor is very good in there. So you probably find we will mix it up depending on who we're playing, but I think we'll use that. We'll keep using that one as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I just I just hope we mix it up a little bit and, and we're working on different things. Folks, I want to say in the comments, comments are coming through, there's a little bit of um, difference of opinion going on about who was man of the match. So I'm going to ask everybody in the comments, and I'll ask the guys um, later on. Uh, I think we could have had several man of the matches, but so far in the comments, I've seen Hadji's name mentioned, Aribo, Bassey, Kamara, Kent, Morelos. So, you know, keep those comments coming and tell us who you think your man of the match was and tell us why you thought he was man of the match. Um, I'll come to the guys in a wee bit and ask them what the money of the match was. But before I go any further, those that follow us on social media will know that we were running a giveaway competition for one of the Zenith coins. One of these coins I have here, if I can hold it up to the camera. Um, they're absolutely fantastic piece of memorabilia. Loads of people have got them. If you've not got one, go over to Zenith coins and have a look at it. But congratulations to John Dempster, who has won this on Twitter. John, once you send me your bank account details, your login details and your PIN codes, I'll send that to you. So get them into my DMs and I will post that to you first thing tomorrow morning. <laughs> no, congratulations, mate. That will be making its way to you and hopefully you'll have it um, in time for Christmas. I don't know if you're planning it as a Christmas present or um, keeping it as a, as a keepsake because it is a fantastic piece of memory, really. But whatever you decide to do with it, please enjoy it and well done. And on that, as, as uh, the Rangers Rabble posts, Twitter page posted earlier keep your eyes peeled on our social media because there is going to be more giveaways in the new year um so keep up with that uh okay so we're moving into the second half a little bit a uh, couple of notes on things that happened but the, the first real note of any uh, of any sort of significance was uh, was the goal again graham i'll come to you again morelos showing his intelligence his maturity probably might have been easy for a centre-forward to take an extra touch and try and have a shot. Um, but he, he looked up and he saw sense to, to score the ball to Kent. Um, and Kent got the goal that he deserved. Uh, it was a good move all round. Started to like in the corner in her own half. Then it was a nice wee dummy by Morelos and then got back on it. And I thought it was go he was going to go for the near post, like drive in try and get the goal himself. But I'm glad he uh, showed his maturity and his team play that he crossed across for uh, Kent to get his first goal under Van Bronckers. So hopefully that gives him confidence to get some more goals in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully building it. CGM, uh, I think you're absolutely right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk briefly, not too much about Saturday because this is more about St Johnston tonight, but we will, we'll talk about Saturday um, if Saturday goes ahead, but we'll come to that as well. Um, but I think you're right. I think it'll be a very similar performance. So, moving on to the rest of the second half, um, one thing that did worry me a little bit towards the end, um, I think we all saw it was, was Barisic going off, Scotty. Um, was that just, did, did Barisic, was, was he taking a precaution on himself there? Or is there something more that you think we should be worried about? You uh, finished. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think he was taking a precaution on himself. I think he did get a knock. And I think as a player, you kind of know what can be aggravated, what you what can't, what can you what you can play through, etc. I mean, he got up, he didn't seem in too much anguish or pain. And judging by the conversations that he was having with the other players as he was walking off the pitch, it did kind of feel like Yeah, I don't see any risk, any point in risking it and, and carrying on. Hopefully that is the case and I haven't completely meditated myself and misinterpreted it. Um, but, you know, good opportunity for Patterson to come on and get some minutes in his legs. Thought he did all right. Didn't really have much time to influence anything, but 
yeah, uh, Barisic has been, uh, you know, Barisic and Bassi, to be honest, been absolutely brilliant on that left-hand side, um, the pair of them. So I, I I can see a real partnership in that back four, between all four of them forming. Uh, and I'd be really, really keen to keep that together, keep them playing together, continuing, because you can see how Bassi and Barisic work. You can see how Bassi and... Uh, Goldson work, and obviously we know how Goldson and Tav work. So, yeah, I that that could be seriously strong. The more they play, the better they get. So I hope that continues. Yeah, but Bassi's getting better and better. Their Andy Horns just uh, told us that uh, Van Bronckhorst has said in his his uh, post match that Barisic was ill pre game. Um, so that's maybe had something to it as well. And that's probably us coming on here. We don't see those things, but anyway, hopefully that will explain it, and it's it's nothing serious. But Graham Patterson at left back. Does that get, if Patterson needs to play left back on uh, Saturday? Does that give you any concern? Is that short enough, Scotty? No, no concern at all. <laughs> when he came on, his position was a wee bit wrong for one of the, the long balls, but he recovered, took the ball off him, then ran down the, the wing basically. So, uh, it's, it's everything he gets in these situations, he's learned and he's get the pace to get back and recover. So, I uh, no, no full confidence in playing left back. It'll be good to see him getting the starts if Barisic is out. Yeah, it would they bother me the slightest wee bit if he played left back at the weekend? Um, and there's another substitution as well, Scotty. Uh, was, was Kent going off for Sakala again? Just a bit of protection for Kent. Job was done. Oh, I think he picked up a knock. Um, he seemed to. Was that in the first yeah, half? Yeah, second half. Second half. He, he got something. So, yeah, again, probably precautionary. I'm like I like to think these guys are robust and they can take a couple of knocks in the games, but it gets to the point. I mean, let's let's be honest. Even at one nil, the game looked done. St. John's were crap. They just offer nothing apart from kicking you. So when you can see a team who are so intent on the physical aspect of football, which don't get me wrong, absolutely fine. You've got a You've got to rise to every single challenge that we'll have in this league. But come on. At least try. Try and play football. If you're going to kick us, at least, you know, when you get the ball, try and do something. It's just absolutely pathetic. Like Sean Rooney. What is, what's the point? It's, it's, okay, not really a, it's not really a surprise that they're sitting in a delegation zone. It's probably more a surprise that they're... That, um, that they won two cups last season to Boris, because um, you're absolutely right. Sean, Sean Rooney's just a throwback to he's a throw throwback to the mid nineties. Oh, he's uh, a shite Ross Oakley, that's what he is. Ross, if you're watching, sorry. <laughs> Kerr, we've mentioned a couple of players that have, have sort of found new feet under Van Bronckhorst. Um, but one I, I want to pick out because I've absolutely loved him since Van Bronckhorst came in. What kind of impact Scotty Arfield having in the team? We all know how Scotty can play. We all know how well he does pressure from middle to front. He links up the play so well. He gets back and def- he gets behind the ball when you need to defend. He just knows where to be, Scotty. He's not a, he doesn't stack out to say like, look, he's a fantastic footballer. He's very intelligent. He does a lot of work. He's a team player. And he does things that other players maybe don't want to do. But he can take the ball left side, right side, he can score goals when need be, but he just links up the place so well, and I think when he's playing 
it helped when our attack we've got an extra man forward as well. It does put a lot more emphasis on Kamara at times if the other teams start to break. But I like Scott Airfield, I think, when he's playing we look more attacking minded because that's what he's good at, just making the late runs into the box and bringing others into play. But Scott, he's done, we know what he's done when he first came into the side. He's been unlucky with injuries and then he wasn't playing in the, at the start of the season. But since Jules came in, he's got a new lease of life and he's shown, and you can see when they get interviewed at the weekend there how happy he was. So I'm happy, I'm happy for the Steiner team if he can keep up these performances. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm not convinced that he, he, he's going to be able to play a long run of games in a row. I think he'll need a break at some point. Um, but yeah, the more he plays on this kind of form, the better. So, 2-0 tonight, three points. We kept the zero as the new phrase. I absolutely love the pish, but that's the new phrase everybody's using. We kept the zero. So, I'll go to these guys just quick, very quickly. Who's your man of the match tonight? Clean Kamara for me. Scotty? Ajay. Fair? I'll give it to Bassey. I thought see, Bassey I mean, done well. See, especially getting it forward. Especially getting it forward, Bassey. And one of the long balls you've done in the second half is very unlike him, but I used to give him a lot of abuse when it criticised when he was at full-back, but since he's went to centre-half, he's performed really well, and I think it suits him in there because he likes that side of the game more. David Martin is in one of two places. He's either tucked up in bed or at the barbers. The most important <laughs> thing was, most important thing was, he is not here tonight. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I gave it to Aribo. For, for me, it was Aribo. So there, that, that just goes to show how well we played tonight and, and how we got the job done. Um, that We've all gave it to somebody different. There's loads of different names in the comments as well. So just, I very quickly want to talk about Saturday. We won't go into too much detail because there will be a, a preview from uh, the, the rabble. Um, but first of all, should Dundee United be, fo to be forced to play the game if they've got one or two COVID outbreaks, considering other teams have been forced to play games? Kerr, is the game going ahead? At this moment in time, we're not sure. I don't know. It depends what the... Well, I want you to make a decision on behalf of the <laughs> On behalf... Get the splinters out your ass, boy. I'll probably say, I'll probably say then no. See, that really disappoints me because it's our supporters club do it on Saturday, so if you go ahead, <laughs> then <laughs> I'll, I'll be disappointed. But anyway. I should get a full um, date to baby then, don't you? Uh, um, yeah, you know, we, we, we won't debate the ins and outs of whether the game should go ahead, but um, I think regardless of the decision that gets made, um, if there is a decision that has to get made, the SPFL are going to have to come out and explain their rationale and their thinking because there seems yeah. to be there seems to be some absolutely stupid uh, decisions and absolutely no consistency. Um, Graham, if the match goes ahead, does the start of 11 stay the same if everybody's fit? Uh, if Barisic if if is fit, he still plays. I think if not, Parson comes in and I think he might go back to Sakara instead of Hadji. I don't see much more changes in that, but uh, I think that's what it'll be. Just hopefully it goes ahead because I've just bought tickets. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's going to go ahead. Scotty, I'm going to keep it short just because it's you. In fact, no, I'm going to drag it on a wee bit just because it's you. <laughs> Don't ask me a question and let's see if I can read your mind. <laughs> anyway. Right, um, you're right, Graham is talking pish, but Hadji is going to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got a... Uh, 
We've got a, we've got a, a big Ronnie fixtures coming up before the winter break. But what we do have is, and it was Van Bronckhorst mentioned it in his comments before the game, and I'm going to drag this up because it's you, Scotty. Um, so he mentioned that um, we're playing a game every couple of days. He's mentioned previously that he's not getting much time with players on the training pitch. Everything's done in team meetings. If we play on Saturday, we've then got eight days before our next game. How important is that going to be for Van Bronckhorst going into those three games over the festive period? Massively important because I, I think it's also a bit of familiarisation with the players and getting to know players, let, not just tactically um, of, you know, making influences and, and changes, but he's actually got to know the character of the players, the style of play, where they fit. And all he'll have had at the moment is snippets on, obviously, on the training pitch. Um, but also like limited like footage i mean i don't know how much you can get from a camera like watching old games but i'm sure he'll he'll be really wanting to get in there uh for those eight days whether he actually makes any changes in those eight days i'm not too sure i think that'll come more in january and we'll see more of a difference when we get back from that winter break whether we've got any plans to go to dubai or or not i don't know or newcastle if you're not united <laughs> oh that's just daft isn't it <laughs> why not <laughs> Um, I, I'm going to I'm going to highlight this because this might be the most paranoid comment I've ever seen um, in my time in the Rangers rabble. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, you might be right. I've no idea, but um, I'm going to you know I'll, I'll let you debate that one. So, guys, Saturday, if it goes ahead, it should go ahead. Um, it's a winnable game. Quick predictions for it, Scotty. I'll go uh, a two or three nil. I think it'll be uh, pretty similar to today with a similar team, uh, similar performance. <laughs> I, sometimes it doesn't matter the, the quality of the opposition. If they're just going to sit there with two banks of four in the box, you're not going to run away and score five or six goals. And to be honest, I've predicted that most times we've got it horribly wrong. So if I go two nil and we walk away with a five nil win, you can thank me. <laughs> Graham? I'm going to go 3-0 and Morelos, first goal scorer. Okay, a quick prediction for Saturday. I'll say 3-0, but I think the, we'll probably play the same 11, maybe one or two changes, not many, but United are a bit more organised than St. Johnson, so it might be a harder game, but overall we should beat them anyway because we get better quality. I think we are due to give a team an absolute hiding, so I'm going to say we're going to beat them 6-0. Um, <laughs> Because it's it's common, it's common. And by the way, I know you know they'll have a game in hand, and, but you would always rather have the have the points in the board. This is yeah. a chance for us to go seven points clear before Celtic play their next league game, which is I think they're rearranged games in the middle of next week when we are free. Um, we've we've got a week off, so you know psychologically that would be massive. So suddenly, suddenly Saturday becomes a massive game for us. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go six nothing Rangers because I think we're we're due to get a team at hammering. Hopefully it's Dundee United, because I don't like Dundee United very much. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to leave it at that, because we're approaching 30 minutes. We are not going into injury time tonight. There's been enough injury time played tonight as it is. Um, so I'll leave it at that. But again, remember, follow us. Uh, sorry, like the, the post. Subscribe to us on Twitter. That costs nothing. Head over to Patreon. If you like the content there, you can subscribe to us for £2 a month on Patreon. And follow us on our, all our social media channels. But thank you again for tuning in, folks. Um, and we will see you all. I can't remember for the life of what the next podcast is. Is it the 
Match preview. Are you still talking? I am still talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a preview pod. Have we moved on to the next pod already? <laughs> and I'll tell you what, we're having a bit of a technical issue here. There we go. Gents, thanks very much for this evening. And I'm still having a technical issue because my cursor <laughs> is not working for the life of me. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what's going on, but my cursor is not working. So I do apologise for that, folks. We could be here all night then. We, we could be. <laughs> 24 hour pod. I'd like, to, I'd like to think at some some stage people are now waving back. <laughs> right, folks, thank you very much. Good night. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.